Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome in to the Star Physical Therapy segment. Every third Saturday of the month, a therapist will join the Power Hour to educate and inform how they are working with female athletes. If you're looking for a physical therapist, call Star Therapy at 615-863-2760. That's 615-863-2760. Or visit one of Star Physical Therapy's 60 locations. You deserve the most knowledgeable and skilled physical therapists in the industry. Star Physical Therapy is ready to serve you. Welcome back. Welcome back to Power Hour with Sammy Kincaid. I'm Sammy Kincaid in the Strike and Spare studio, and you just heard it. We've got Star Physical Therapy on us the third Saturday of the month. I always love saying that. That's right. And we got Leslie Tressler with us. How you doing, Leslie? I'm doing great. Doing great. Doing great. Well, I, I've mentioned you are a physical therapist for Star Physical Therapy, but other than that, who is Leslie Tressler? Oh, goodness. Uh, well, I am a physical therapist, been with STAR for 17 years, and been a therapist now for 22. So I'm a, I'm an old therapist now. But uh, <laughs> I am a mom of two boys, uh, uh, 11 and 14, Jet and Trip, and uh, love being with them and coaching them and hanging out. But uh, just have lots of active hobbies. Um, I'm a pilot and a hiker and just uh, love what I do. So try to love life. I loved talking to you earlier in the week about your hobbies. You aren't just a pilot. You teach people how to fly. That's so unique. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I started flying about 10 years ago, fixed wing, and uh, just fell in love with it. And then I moved into the rotocraft. So I am now a helicopter instructor, and I've got about uh, nine or 10 students. And so when I'm not in the clinic or with my boys, I'm usually in the air. So it's fun. And you are the director at the Manchester clinic yes correct? I am I, I started that clinic in 2005 I'm from Manchester and uh, also started the Tullahoma clinic uh, and uh, someone's taken over that now Amy Morris my my good buddy uh, and so I just I just do it with the Manchester now so a hometown girl there been there all my life other than going to school and a few little stints here and there so I moved back home and and family's there so it's a great place to stay and you just mentioned other than going to school you spent some time in Knoxville, correct? Yes, yes. I went to University of Tennessee on a track and field scholarship. So uh, I ran up there uh, in the 90s when we had all the great football and Peyton Manning. He was a year behind me, and so we had uh, lots of good football during that time. And so I ran track up there, was on scholarship, and uh, had a great, great experience. So that's kind of where I was introduced to therapy and uh kind of decided I didn't know whether I wanted to be a therapist or an athletic trainer and so because I was in the training room quite a bit with injuries and stuff so uh, that's kind of where I got my uh, introduction to physical therapy there. That was kind of your aha moment you would say? Yeah I think so I, I loved athletic training I loved working with athletes and then I started doing some volunteer work uh, both in physical therapy and uh, uh, and as far as uh, a doctor physician and I just love the part of not only working with athletes but working with the elderly too and so in an outpatient setting like we have in Star in Manchester you get to see a little bit of everything we get to see your athlete and then you get to see your grandmother the next hour so that it's really nice so you get to you get the best of both worlds. And going back though to being a track athlete because you told Courtney and I a little fun fact about you that uh, she had learned as well so <laughs> You said you spent some time in the training room because it wasn't major injuries, but you spent some time in it. Ended up 
leading to a fifth year for you, right? Yes, yes. And that was uh, that was something um, I, I was recruited as a 400-meter hurdler and a heptathlon, a heptathlete. And so that's a lot of different uh, different events and pounding and things. So my freshman year, I had a great freshman year, got the opportunity to um, run in Portugal and Canada and be on the world junior team and just do a lot of really cool, fun things. And came back my sophomore year and had some injuries, overuse injuries with track and fields, very common and uh, had to be redshirted. And so that was kind of a, a time in my life where I was just like, wow, you know, I've really worked hard. And I was kind of like, God, why am I sitting on the sidelines now? You know, what's, what's going on? And, and it wasn't really until fast forward three years later, I had that fifth year because I had redshirted. And I had since then kind of changed a little bit and I was uh, doing pole vault. And so I got to be the first uh, female pole vaulter at Tennessee, which uh, my fifth year allowed me to do that. It became a NCAA and uh, SEC event. So I got to the opportunity to go to those meets. And, you know, if you won, you, you got the record. So that was pretty cool. I'd go to an event. And I'd be like, if I win, I'm getting the record. So it was awesome. Got to get the SEC and the NCAA record uh, and just all the ones that I, that I was uh, fortunate enough to win. So it was a blessing in disguise. I look back, and that's kind of one of those times you look back in your life, and you're like, eh, God kind of knew what was going on. He knew a lot more than I did, and I was really second-guessing things, but it, it certainly was a blessing that fifth year to be able to have that opportunity. And that was something that we had kind of talked about because as an athlete, there's a lot of mental battles you also have to have to face and especially if you're spending time in the training room and it's like man why am I not out there right Mm -hmm. now whenever you're working with your patients and use maybe using that experience how do you kind of use that experience to help you with your patients getting them through that mental yeah absolutely you know I I tell my my kids and my athletes uh, mental toughness is probably and and it and it's a lot more it's not more a lot more stressed now than it was back 20 years ago but it is so important and um like my son's wrestling tomorrow and um you know physically he's ready but the one that comes in there and it's mentally strong um is the one that's going to come out on top and so I definitely stress that to my patients um to my kids and and um when you've got injuries and things to to do mental training and even back 20 years ago at Tennessee we had a sports psychologist on staff which was really cool Uh, and um, you know I would instead of going to practice you know I would go and just really work on my mind work on getting it strong see the good see your form see your technique and uh, just stay in stay in attune that way. And I'm sure it's tough keeping that what's in store mentality because it can probably be pretty depressing whenever you have so many overuse injuries, which you're saying is pretty common in track. It is. And and um, I think we've come a long way um, since I was running track uh, a long time ago. But, you know, track and field is a is a sport, whether you're doing I was a sprinter, um, but whether you're doing sprinting uh, field events um, or cross country, it's one that you're pounding, pounding, pounding. So we see in therapy and athletic training, we see a lot of runner's knee, patella tendonitis, IT band, uh, stress fractures, all of that. And really in our young athletes, what us therapists and trainers and coaches have to really do is be smart and say, hey, let's step back and give this athlete a break. Let's be smart about our training. Let's, uh, you know, get it, get some, get them out of spikes or cleats if they're if they're on two or three hours in practice you know get them in shoes that have some more cushion or get them off the field completely if they're having some problems and get them in the pool where they're running or they're you know you can stay in shape quite 
uh, quite well getting in the pool and doing the resistance and running in the water. So there's lots of different ways that um, if you've got a, an athlete that's uh, that's got some overuse injuries, but the big thing is to be smart and, and step back. A lot of our coaches just, you know, sometimes you'll, and I was a coach too, I can say that. You kind of <laughs> you you stick your head and just bull your way through it. And, you know, if you want your athlete to be there at the end of the season, you gotta, you got to be smart. And with working with some of those student athletes at the high school level, how do you work with them to help try to prevent some of those overuse injuries? You know, I think what a great thing with prevention is off-seizing weight training um, and uh, getting your, your body good and strong. Like, like my son, he, he's going to be playing high school football next year, and he just finished his basketball season in middle school. So we're hitting the gym, and we're, you know, working on those Olympic lifts. We're working on good form and technique. We're working on plyometrics. Um, so really keeping your body as fit as you can will definitely prevent a lot of those overuse injuries. Sometimes it's, um, it's unavoidable, and then when that happens, you've got to be smart. Uh, about about how you're recovering, working with your coaches and your athletic trainers and your uh, physical therapist. And working with female track athletes, how would you say is a little bit different working with them? Um, you know, I think a while a while ago, not not as much now. Female athletics uh, didn't push as much of the strength training. Um, I think that's super important. Um, I think now our our women are. Man, they're they know they know how to they know what they need to be successful on the court on the on the field. So they are doing those things off season. Um, women just can can have just some um, naturally predisp- predisposition to some uh, knee hip problems just just with the angles of the pelvis and the knee alignment and 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 just our, our body shape sometimes. So with that being said, sometimes we can take those athletes and kind of tweak some things, stretch some of the the lateral structures of the knee and really strengthen some of the medial ones and uh, prevent some knee problems if they've got some little bit wider hips for those childbearing years later on. I was going to say, it's not really fair. I've said this to you before. It's not fair. I had a C-section. It's not not fair. And I still have (laughs) knee issues. What is this? (laughs) True, true, true. And another thing that you had mentioned is also just listening to your body is a big thing, right? It is. And and, uh, I can say from experience, um, I would just as an athlete when I was competing I would pound 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 myself I thought the more the better the more the better and the older I've gotten and the more I've seen and work with athletes um, that's not always the case you really have to be smart you have to be smart with training you have to train your mind your body um, and you have to listen to your body if you've got some injuries if you've got some foot pain don't continue through it if you've got some knee pain don't just keep pushing address it um a lot of our our high school sports uh have athletic trainers you know meet with those trainers and uh, star's got a ton of athletic trainers all across the the uh the the state and we have one as well in 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 manchester and in coffee county so it's nice to have that bridge that you can say hey meet with that trainer and say hey what's going on let's start let's let's look at that so i would encourage athletes and coaches to really head off those things initially and not just kind of pound through it and think they're going to go away i know whenever i was a junior in high school i had to actually work with star physical therapy i was hit by a drunk driver i mean there was two things that led to me working with that but i was hit by a drunk driver and also um at pope john paul they have house games it's like harry potter and it was i think i was a it was sophomore year actually whenever this happened that was the first incident and i basically got run over by one of the girls that saw a girl on the other side of me with the ball and me being the the shorty that i am uh got completely ran over so between those two incidents ended up having to work with star and i thought this is it 
my my sports career is over and that's not necessarily the case and it can be so scary at times but once you do actually go talk to the trainer you get hope I feel like right. is the big thing that you get and you you can start to see the other side right. and say oh I was overreacting this isn't the end of it yes. we can work to get to be back out on the field or whatever the respective playing surface is uh, absolutely and that's that's what one thing I love about my job like I said, I've been doing it 22 years it's so awesome to be able to see you know whether it's athletes or, or your, your grandmother to to come in to see you and and if they've got their knee surgery and they're sitting there and they can't lift their leg up and they're like how am I going to play ball next year and you're like you're going to we're gonna we're gonna start <laughs> this is where we're starting we're starting right here today and we're going to get this going and we're going to get that going and you're going to be back next year and our bodies do heal and it's it's just great to be part of that chain to get that athlete back. And what would you say is your biggest piece of advice to maybe somebody that's listening that is a young athlete and maybe a young track athlete, especially hearing, I mean, I feel like that's so inspirational. You are the first female pole vaulter. What is from a physical therapy standpoint, but also just from being a first, what is your piece of advice to them? Um, You know, as far as like, uh, as far as like getting into athletics and things, you know, as far as set your goals, um, don't give up on them. Um, <clears throat> going into University of Tennessee as a freshman, my goal was to be an All-American. That means you have to be top eight at, at nationals at NCAA's, and I didn't achieve that my freshman year. <clears throat> Excuse me, I got I got I got ninth. I was the ninth American, and so really, just I would encourage just to to be uh, to persevere and continue. You know, continue with your goals. Don't give up on them. It took me five years to get that goal in, at Tennessee and uh, to be an All-American and to be one of those top eight. And if you've got that goal, whether it's to, hey, whether it's to start your next year and on, on a basketball team or whether it's to, to get that next height in high jump or long jump or whatever it is in track, but to just set that goal and, and don't give up on it and, and do what you need to do to get to that level. I ended up shrinking in this chair. I have to like sit up a little bit higher I don't know what just <laughs> happened over here I shrunk down as you were talking I was trying to not not distract too much uh but no I think that's a great piece of advice is uh just just keep thinking that's about right. uh don't focus so much on the things that could that are currently challenges exactly. and yeah and if you've got goals you've got big goals you're gonna have you're gonna have ditches and you're gonna have ups and downs and and you just gotta stay focused and keep your keep your mind and body healthy there's so many more things that are kids in high school athletics and non-athletics that are faced with today you know just keeping your body healthy you know not drinking and doing drugs and all of that stuff that's that's easy to get into so you know keeping your mind and body healthy and and uh, setting your goals and and going for them and what would you say has been your favorite moment in your career so far? In uh, in star physical therapy, as yeah. far as as far as PT, <clears throat> you know there are so many of them, um, but basically seeing people achieve their goals that is, is fantastic, and being a part of that, uh, seeing somebody that wasn't able to walk to be able to walk. So, and, and seeing the athletes, like I said, give, come there on that first day and be able to be back on the court and, or the field and see them play the next year. Awesome. Well, I thank you so much, Leslie. Again, Leslie Tressler from Star Physical Therapy joining me today and every third Saturday of the yes. month. So very excited to have you guys on. And again, you're listening to Power Hour with Sammy Kincaid. Whenever we come back, we're going to have Mallory Heiser on with us. Stick with us. Thank you. Thank you.